Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. And this is The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. We are breakup coaches here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Welcome, welcome everyone to this week's Thursday episode. Woo woo! Today I am actually alone. We trade off, Janice and I, my co-host, we trade off doing solo episodes every, I guess, month, I think, Um, and we work them into our guest schedule and extra resources like affirmation tracks, things like that. So today is my turn to talk solo about a topic. And today I'm talking about I'm still in love with my ex or something along those lines. And that was really a short way of saying the longer topic, which is you can love someone and choose not to keep them in your life. And so before I get into that, I just want to give a little plug. Come join our Facebook group. It's breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. Subtitle of the podcast. That's the name of the Facebook group. In there, Janice and I do lives. We answer one-on-one questions with, um, you know, basically able to address the intricacies and the things that make every person's situation completely unique. Um, And it's a great way to get your questions answered without, you know, investing in coaching. The community in there is also so amazing, so supportive, Um, really people who understand what you're going through because they're going through it too. And just like, it's so beautiful to see the support happening um, and people really like Uh, talking and reassuring each other um, that they're not alone and that, you know, this is a universal experience, even though it can feel so lonely when you're in it. So I just wanted to plug our Facebook group for that. Um, And if you happen to have a minute and you'd like to review our show on Apple Podcasts, it does really, really help us. So I hope you're loving it. And with that, I will dive into the episode. So you can love someone and still choose not to keep them in your life. It's, man, this topic, it is so hard to like come to terms with your feelings and also a knowing that you can't have someone in your life. So um, if you've listened to some past episodes, you've probably heard of Dumpster Fire. <laughs> Dumpster Fire. Uh, yeah. Um, episode six, the anxious avoidant attachment style dynamic That really looks into the relationship if you want to go back to that and learn about the anxious avoidant attachment style. I get so many messages about that episode um, of people like relating and really finally finding like an answer to some really like illogical stuff that's happened in their life that they're like, what the fuck? And then they listen (laughs) 
and realize, oh, that's probably what was happening. So go listen to that episode if you have a moment. Um, that'll give you some background on the dumpster fire relationship, relationship with dumpster fire. That's his, that's his little pseudonym on the show. Um, and then also in episode 44, I briefly talk about, um, how we tried to stay friends. That's our, should I stay friends with my ex? So that'll give you like a little bit more context, but I'll kind of go into it in this episode as well. But this is, this is my experience with loving someone and choosing not to have them in my life. Um, as you can imagine, uh, there's a reason why, (laughs) He has the pseudonym Dumpster Fire. Um, Together, we were a dumpster fire. I had a lot to work on, but boy, did he have a lot to work on, too. And together, we were a hot dumpster fire. So many sparks. But at the end of the day, it's still burning trash. So, yeah. But, 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 but. There was a lot of love there. There was a lot of love there. So, you know, when things ended and then kind of stayed friends and then finally ended, it was hard to choose to not have him in my life Um, because I, you know, everything that had happened still didn't change the fact that I was still very much in love with him. Um, I just had my higher self. I fortunately had enough access um, that I could hear my higher self going, no, 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 no. Don't take him back. Don't do it. So, um, so we had a very, uh, um, really shattering breakup, um, that kind of took place over a week or so. Um, and, Yeah, it was, it was very rough. Um, a lot of me not understanding and him finally at the end of the week of saying like, Hey, no, I need space. I need space. I need space. You'll get all of this in the anxious attachment one. Um, I think it's episode six. Um, he finally, uh, you know, agreed to meet and told me that, that he had been in love with someone else for like the past eight years. Um, it hadn't worked out with her. They, um, were on very bad terms, (laughs) but he still loved her and, um, had kind of come to the realization that he wasn't able to give me his full heart because of that. And was like, you're too good for this. You're too good to have half of my heart. So very much John Mayer vibes. Um, <laughs> half of my heart. Yeah. Um, so it was it was very rough. And I, when he told me those things, I went straight into, I need this person in my life somehow, no matter what. So if it's not romantic, then it'll be whatever else. I can get basically. And so over the next few months, we stayed friends um, and really were really close friends. It wasn't like, oh, I'll see him occasionally. It was basically we were still in a relationship, except um, I very much knew that he didn't love me. And (laughs) 
and yet he did and so it was it was very it was very hard but this memory of this other girl just like he just couldn't get away from it and um wasn't going to keep not talking about it and so yeah so those three months were those were really hard to stay friends and I still loved him um I still wanted to be with him Um, and I thought, you know, like we had plenty of conversations where I'm like, well, couldn't you just like see a therapist or, you know, like work through this, like I'll wait for you. You know, it might be that you see someone and you do some inner work and maybe like in a year you will be ready to date and I'll be here because I love you. Like we had plenty of those conversations and so... (laughs) It was surprising to me and and to him, I think, as well, when we he did eventually ask for me back. Um, you know, he told me, like, I want you back. Um, and I was totally surprised. And even more surprising was the moment that he said it was like in my mind and body was like, first of all, shock. And then I like heard myself say no. And it was like this calm no. And it didn't feel like it came from me. And it was really interesting because it was in that moment that like my body, my soul spoke for me and was like, girl, we got this. Like, (laughs) you're an emotional wreck right now. So we're going to speak for you because we're your higher self. We are, we are the, the, the wise consciousness in you that knows this isn't going to work out. Like, even if you get back together right now, it's not, it's only going to hold you back. And, Yeah. And so it was like that realization. uh, It really didn't happen for me until I I just said no. And, And up until that point, you know, I was like, you know, imagining this conversation going like a hundred different ways, you know, and I never thought it would happen. And so when it did, it was very shocking, um, that that was my answer and that it came out so easily and quickly. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting. The higher, the higher self when the higher self speaks up. So yeah. So I realized in that moment that I couldn't take him back, that things were broken beyond repair. Like, yes, I loved him, but that was not enough. Love wasn't enough. Like my trust was gone. My innocence was gone. I knew too much. I had hurt too much and I didn't know it until that moment, but he was leaving my life and it didn't happen that day, but I knew that in that moment I had told him to leave. Yeah. So if a friend had told me that she was dating someone that did half the shit that he did, Half the shit he did to me, he had done to her. I would tell her immediately run. Like I, you know, very much, especially in coaching, I take the perspective. I don't tell people what to do. I give them suggestions based on my experience and based on my 
like knowledge, my reading, like just all the research that I have done over the years, I give suggestions, but it's up to you whether you take them or not. And yet, believe me when I say the things that were happening were so severe, I would tell my friend, you got to leave. Like, I'm I'm helping you get out of there. You got to go. Like, don't stick around. This is a dumpster fire. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I would tell her to run. And so even with all of that, I still loved him. Even with all that history, I still loved him. And, you know, like you get into the conversation of like, do you love the idea of them or do you love the actual person like that they revealed over time through their actions? And like, I don't fucking know. But like, either way, those are my feelings. I don't know if it was a trauma bond or what, but I am able. And so I want to spread this message and be open and vulnerable with you guys and tell you like... I had someone that I I loved and still, you know, still very much love the person and very much don't want to be around him, don't want to be with him. And I had the strength to make that decision. And so if you're in that place as well of, you know, maybe you have broken up with someone because your higher self was like, girl, this is bad or boy, (laughs) man, man, don't do this. Uh, You know, like you, you know what's best for you. And yet the heart wants what it wants. Right. But that doesn't mean you have to just do what the heart wants all the time. It's kind of like sometimes you have to speak to your heart and be like, I know this is hard. I know it hurts. I know you want to be with them, but this is not good for you. This is not good for you. And this is not selfish either to have the realization that someone can be really, really unhealthy for you and really counter to everything you want to give yourself in this life. So, yeah, you know, I don't want him in my life and I still, you know, I still respect the person. I still wish, you know, not wish, but like I see the things that caused him to be the way he was. If time travel was a thing, I would save him from the soul shattering things he went through that turned him into the man that he was when I met him, you know, and that that man for better or worse, like there were remnants of like the goodness, but you know, he just was fighting too much to be the person he was meant to be, you know? And so that, that was really hard to see. But even if I could time travel back and get him out of situations and somehow like prevent the shit from happening to him that happened to him, even if I could give him a shot at being a better man, I still don't think I could be with him because I still have the memories of all the things that happened. There's too much history. So yeah, I I loved him. And when he asked for me back after those months of soul crushing friendship, I said, no, I said, no. And, you know, that was the moment I realized that things can be broken beyond repair, that two conflicting truths can exist at the same time, that your higher self can choose a path for you, even as every other broken part of you yearns for that person 
you can love someone and still choose to not have them in your life. And I think at that moment, you choose yourself. He used to say that all he wanted was to be a positive part of my life. And he'd also say that he felt like he was being anything but. And I would be quick to reassure him that he was a positive part of my life. And I'd still stand by that. Wouldn't trade it for the world. Because even though it was the most painful part of my life, honestly, it, I also felt the most love in my life. I got a glimpse at something really, really special, really deep, like actual like soul connection. And even though it came with a lot of darkness, it was worth it. The high was worth the crash at the time. Now I'm choosing to stay clean. Now I'm making a different choice. I have those memories. It built me into the person that I am. Um, It built me into the coach that I am. It really set me on this trajectory to become a breakup coach and to start this, this podcast. Like it has had huge ramifications on my life and I am so grateful. And it was still, still something that I cannot allow to be in my life anymore. Um, In our podcast interview with Trey Anthony, I think it was uh, posted about a week ago, if this launches when I think it'll launch, um, we interviewed Trey Anthony, author of Black Girl in Love with Herself on episode 47. We talked about how the human brain likes to tie up loose ends. She's an author and a playwright, so she knows all too well how a good story will have a beginning, a middle, an end. All the subplots will be resolved. The questions the audience has about people's motives will be answered. The good guy gets the girl. Everyone's happy. (laughs) And we love our stories to have a logical resolution, but that's just not real life. And I think that's why breakups hurt so bad. Because there isn't just like a solution. There's a lot of questions left unanswered. One of the most common questions I get from my breakup coaching clients and podcast listeners is how do I get closure from their ex? We have a whole closure episode. I think it's actually our most popular episode. Yeah, I think it is. It's our number one like on numbers. So yeah. Um, you know, and it's always something like this, like, I feel like if I, I I just need to know why it ended. Like once I hear from them about why they did it, why they had to end things, I'll be able to move on. And it's that grasping at a logical conclusion and explanation, like wanting the questions answered. That's our brains. Like that's the shit we like, but it's not life. Like, unfortunately, Like, if there is a higher power writing our lives, they don't subscribe (laughs) to the beginning, middle, and end sort of uh, structure that we impose on our, our stories. You know, and here's the thing. Like, life doesn't, life doesn't have tidy endings to subplots. Every... Every chapter ends with a cliffhanger that honestly may never get resolved. Like, if you want to just keep working this shit out and trying to find the logic behind it, you'll be doing that until the end of your life. Like, at some point, you have to 
make a different decision. It's, it's kind of like when a network cancels a show before they can like tie up the plot. Um, like you'll always wonder where was this going for these characters? What was happening? Like, how could they cancel this? Now what am I going to do? I'm always going to wonder. <laughs> um, but you know, here's the thing. No one's writing your life. You're writing your life. You get to assign meaning. You get to choose the meaning of the events and the people and the circumstances in your life. You get to choose that. You can make up your mind about what happened in the end to those TV show characters. And you can decide to write someone out of your life, even though you still love them. Because it's your show. And you can choose to take the plot in a better direction for you. Even if it means leaving one of your favorite characters behind. And that brings me to like a related topic. And that is that breakups are supposed to hurt. And you're like, no shit. But I think like the reason why it's so hard to decide to not have someone you love in your life is because it hurts. You're like, this can't be the right thing because it hurts. I can't make this decision even though I have the feeling that it is what is going to be best for me. Even because, even though I know it's the right thing for me, I still love them. Therefore, it hurts too much. Therefore, I'm doing the wrong thing. I can't do it. But you can because it hurts like you can you can break up with someone and still love them like 100% you can because we're not just a heart we're also a mind and we're also a soul and sometimes we know something inside of ourselves that doesn't have you know, anything to do with the person in front of us, um, other than knowing that they're not the right fit for, like, our lives. Um, there's, like, this is kind of woo-woo, but there's this idea of, like, making a soul contract when you enter your life, um, and that kind of we we go into a life as a as a way to, like, just like learn about ourselves, but we forget everything we knew before we came into the world as a little baby. But we planned out the things that we would face before we came into the life. We were like, all right, I want to learn these kinds of lessons. I want to like meet these types of people and I want to, you know, like learn about myself through these sorts of trials. And so, um, Thinking about soul contracts, you can have a contract that you will be with someone until you've done the learning that you needed to in that relationship. And then it is time to move on. And it was never meant to be a whole lifetime thing. And yet it is still very meaningful. It's still a thing you had to do and it's still going to be with you for the rest of your life and after, you know, it still has that depth of meaning, but it wasn't meant to be marriage, kids, retirement, blah, blah, blah with this person. 
So I hope that helps anyone in this particular headspace find some solace and some reassurance that, you know, you can trust your own decisions and that something hurting doesn't mean you've made the wrong decision and that you can love someone and still choose not to be with them and not to have them in your life and that you can choose you. You can choose you. So thank you so much for listening. Like it has been so amazing speaking to your ears for the past, I think, six months now. And like the podcast is growing so much and we're really, really appreciative of everyone who listens, everyone who DMs us and asks questions on Instagram. Um, Our handles are at the end. So if you would like to do that, you are super welcome to. We are not too cool to answer our DMs. Um, (laughs) And yeah, like I said at the beginning of the episode, if you would like more support and maybe a community behind you, come and join the Facebook group. We do lives in there. We um, drop materials in there that you can't find anywhere else. And yeah, it's a great place to be to start to get a little bit more support and also discuss the episodes, uh, request new episodes. We've gotten some really great requests that have actually informed episodes. Like for instance, uh, long distance breakups. That was per request from our listeners um, because it was something, you know, actually a number of of you uh, were struggling with. So yeah, so come come join us in the group, and if you are really vibing with us, you're feeling great about the podcast, and you're loving it, go, um, you know, two minutes, go to Apple Podcasts, and leave us a review. It really helps us um, basically connect with more people like you who are looking for this sort of thing, and reviews on Apple Podcasts get pushed to every other podcast listening site. So Spotify, um, Stitcher, there's a bunch of other ones we're on as well, but most of you are actually on Spotify, I happen to know. Um, So please go leave us a review if you um, have the time and you're really loving it because we would love it. And we're actually, we started getting, um, we just ordered them. So I think they'll be here by the time you're hearing this. We have stickers and we would love to send you a sticker if you leave us a review because we like stickers. Um, (laughs) So with that, I bid you adieu and we will speak to your ears again very, very soon. We have two episodes a week dropping and have no end in sight. So yes, we'll lo- we'd love to connect, shoot us a message, join the group, leave us a review, all great things. And I will talk to you very soon. And thank you so much again for listening, sending you lots of love and strength as you are going through it right now. Um, I've been there. I know it sucks. So just know we're here for you. We relate and we want to help you through it in the best way we can. So talk to you soon. 
Bye. Thanks for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you like this episode, tag us on your Instagram story so we can connect with you. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at Claire Lotus. And me, Janice, on Instagram at Janice Formicella. If you'd like to join our online community, find us on Facebook at Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On. And here's a preview of our next episode. It may look like how not to make the same mistakes again, how to choose someone more compatible, worries about not being able to find someone, and just general questions about being ready. But yep. they so all come down to this one yes, big question. Exactly. And I personally see a lot of people, I guess, in my practice, in the community, in this dating breakup space, who are looking to date again, like right away after yeah. a breakup. And I guess basically because they hope it will make them feel better, or now they're really lonely without their partner mm-hmm. around, or that they fear being alone, you know, forever. And yeah, 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 they feel like they're running out of time.